you guys, I have beef with some of the listeners of my podcast. So, as you guys know, or if you know if you guys don't know, whenever I upload my podcast episodes, when it's something that's kind of opinionated, let me just put it that way. I wouldn't say controversial, but like not really. But something that's very opinionated, like age the mindset. Like I think that was that my last episode. Okay, no, it wasn't. But I think two episodes before this one. The topic was age is a mindset and because it was very opinionated kind of, I didn't mind listening to people's opinions on the topic. Most people agreed and some disagreed and I was fine with the people that disagreed because I was like, okay, that's cool. Why do you disagree? Not like I cared to know because I wanted to change their opinions, but I just cared to know because it's interesting to see from someone else's perspective. And I kid you not, at least three people that disagreed with my opinion of age being a mindset disagreed because like okay they disagreed right and then they were like saying something about oh since you say age is a mindset does that mean an 18 year old can date a 60 year old and they were all men boys sorry they were all boys now tell me why it's only when it comes to dating that people like that's the only example that people can give like it's only dating that is the example that people can give when it comes to age not being a mindset like if they give other you know instances that were very constructive smart i'll be like yeah you're so right like this is an amazing point of view that you're giving me but why did it have to be with dating like it's just so funny how that's the only thing people can think of you know not not illegal dating i don't think that's illegal but like it's wrong still i don't see why an 18 year old should be dating a six year old but like that was the only like i don't know if you guys get where i'm coming from but like why is it that that was the only example like what is people's obsession with huge gaps in dating ages and that was like the only example they could give like they couldn't be like oh i think age is not a mindset because you know people grow and you know something smart but they're like no so you're telling me that age is a mindset so like i can be 18 and date like a 60 year old like why is that the only thing that came to their heads it didn't piss me off but we're just like you're so dumb shut up you know like <laughs> uh, i hate when people are so dumb like that's just it like i hate when people are dumb i just hate when people are dumb and they don't really think before they talk and or they think that you oh no 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 like when people are dumb that's like one thing but when people think they are smart in what they're saying but they're actually just dumb that's like the worst one so i <laughs> just wanted to tell you guys what i go through on a daily basis with ignorant people like i i really have a strong dislike for ignorant people and it's like oh why don't you just educate them but it's like um you have a phone google is free the internet is free why do i have to educate you i don't know it's not my job i'm not going to educate you you're just ignorant and dumb anyways i'm supposed to give you guys an update of my life before i start the episode but i actually don't have one i have been doing nothing um yeah i want to say something about euphoria but i'm just realizing that most people might not have watched it i don't know why you wouldn't have watched it yet because it's like coming out like one week after but like if you haven't watched it i'm not going to say what i wanted to say about euphoria so yeah but euphoria finale was empty but i don't have any update about my life because nothing has actually been happening in my life um but i feel like i'll have more things to talk about towards the end of march because i would be doing so many things then yeah so i'll tell you guys about that when that happens not anything serious or deep like you know when all those influencers will be like oh um 
I was like shooting this film for like this thing that I was working on like last week. But like, I can't tell you guys about that right now until it comes out. Like, that's not the vibe I'm giving. The vibe I'm giving is that I would probably try to do fun things like towards the end of the month. Like, I'm not doing anything serious or secrets you know it's just me trying to have fun but I've, i don't even know what i'm going to be doing yet so i can't even see what i'm going to be doing yet you feel but i know that i would try to do something fun towards the end of the month and i don't even celebrate easter i don't even know what i'm going to do for like easter what even happens easter i just realized like i don't even know what happens easter but, like what's the staple thing that people are using to celebrate like if it's thanksgiving then it's like turkey but like easter oh yeah easter eggs yeah that's so true but like i don't do any of that so i don't even know what i'm going to do for easter but i'm going to try to make it as fun as i can but let us get into the episode so today we are talking about social media i'm actually so surprised that i have not talked about social media just because even if podcasts aren't really social media thank god i think like that's even why i have a podcast because like it's not really social media and like the the structure of podcasts is so different from other social media platforms like podcasts you can't really compete with anybody no one can see your analytics besides you no one can see your plays no one can see anything so like there's no you know oh this person is doing better than this person like actually that's just why i like podcasts and plus i don't have to worry about how i look or you know anything physical because sometimes you know when you're like filming youtube videos your face might like you know be inverted or something like that and you have to worry about your appearance but like with podcasts you really can't do any of that so that's why i like podcasting but do i consider it social media i don't know but the fact that you do it on your phone i'm just going to consider it to be a social media platform kind of so since you know you probably listen to me on your phones and I listen to podcasts on my phones. So I don't know why I haven't talked about social media, but let us discuss social media. Just some fun things, not even fun things. Social media, even fun, like no. Social media can be entertaining in moderation. Honestly, that's not even why I'm even, I'm not trying to tell you guys to use social media in moderation. Like that's not the point of this episode. I'm just going to tell you the beef I have with social media, the good things of social media, the social media apps that I use often and just anything about social media that comes to my head honestly so let's get into the episode so obviously to start this episode let me tell you guys how i got on social media to even begin with like what age did i even get on social media i don't even know depends on the social media though when i was like a child child i didn't i don't think i even knew social media i didn't know what social media was i never had the desire to be on social media that's for sure so like i never had those arguments with you know my parents like about me wanting to join social media when they didn't want me on social media you know like that's a very normal argument that most people have with their parents i never had that because i didn't even know social media i didn't even want to be on social media and i didn't even have a phone that's actually one of the main reasons why i think i didn't have the desire to be on social media i was using an ipad for the longest time like people would actually beg me to get a phone like my family would be like you need to get a phone so that people can call you and i'm like no i don't want anyone to call me all i want to do is have my ipad to play games because like you can't put a sim card in an ipad okay you can't put a sim card in an ipad but you can't make calls on an ipad so i never wanted a phone for a lot for the longest time i mean i had phones here and there right but like i only used to play this game called snake something i don't know how to pronounce it but like i used to play this snake game on my phones but I never wanted anyone to call me. I didn't want anyone to text me. All I wanted to do was just play games, listen to music, and that was it. So it was when I got into high school that I I wanted to get a phone. I wanted to say I had to get a phone, but I don't think I had to. I wanted to get a phone because of, you know, the WhatsApp group chat and all of that. So, yeah, that was the time when I came on social media, when I was in year seven. I actually, I got my first actual phone in year seven. Like, all the other phones that I had... 
um they were just for music and games and maybe i had a sim card here and there but like i just never used it as an actual phone so like my first actual phone that i used as an actual phone was in year seven and i i don't know i don't know what to say about kids being on social media because if you don't you know allow kids to be on social media they will do behind your back but if you allow them to be on social media they'll kind of get sucked into social media so if i have kids i don't think i would allow them to be on social media until they they are at least 13 or 14 but like not in a crazy way like oh no like they must stay away from their phones 24 7 it's more like i would you know try to make their lives as fun as possible so that they they themselves won't even want to go on social media like they could play games with their phones like having a phone is not the problem it's more like you know being on social media i feel like the reason why most kids decide to go on social media very often is because of the fact that there's nothing fun to do and their parents don't even make life fun for them and when they go on their phone they are complaining and i'm like yeah if life was fun i don't think i would want to be on my phone all the time you know so like i'll try to make life as fun as possible so that they won't even want to go on their phone but i don't think i'll be like crazy and be like oh don't go on your phone don't go on your phone it's bad for you like because who the fuck is going to listen to me no one's going to listen to me and i'm very sure of that so yeah that's definitely a rule of mine and i also have no idea why but like i've been rethinking my decision of having kids so much and i have no idea why because i have no reason to think about kids right now but i kind of still have to you know okay i have to but i kind of don't have to like i kind of have to not really have to but like i think i should so i can know what job i want to get you know to know how many people i'm going to be taking care of you know but like at the same time that doesn't really matter sometimes because anything that happens happens but i've just been thinking about the pros and the cons and i've been trying to look at things from the perspective of my future self i think i'm thinking more myself now like how my brain can handle things and i think that's how i'm going to be till you know i'm older but like i don't think that's how it works and i think you know i can definitely resolve many of my internal issues before i turn 40 that's like the age that i think i want to have kids if i decide to have kids i'm just trying to think more from the perspective of my future self because like the pros of having kids are like good pros but like the cons are more than the pros for me i don't even know why i'm thinking about having kids but either way I, i just know that i'm going to make a bad decision you know like if i decide to have kids i would and I realized that, oh, that was a bad decision. I would obviously have to adapt. But if I decided not to have kids and I realized that, oh, that was also a bad decision, I would adapt. So either way, I would regret what I, you know, decided to do and adapt. But I think it's more reasonable and just generally better to not have kids and then adapt. I don't know why you would bring a child into the world that you don't like and then regret having the child and then have to adapt but like deep down you're like oh fuck why did i have kids i could have been doing something else so i think you know the not have not having kids route is definitely safer but i think i'm just going to leave the door open because i feel like i'm thinking more about my early adulthood like 20 to 30 because i think at like 40 plus that's when i'm going to be like settled like done caring about myself then i would look into adoption i think adoption has always been the only option for me having a child i've never considered actually going through the normal stages of you know pregnancy all of that shit never never considered that since i was maybe 12 i've always been like oh yeah i'm going to adopt a child or children i've never really thought about the normal 
process of having kids so adoption has always been the only option for me when it comes to having a child and it's so frowned upon because people say oh you wouldn't have the same connection with the child but i absolutely disagree absolutely like nothing that i hate more than people being so against adoption so annoying but for me personally i think that kids are completely out of the picture from ages 20 to 35 then if i'm settled at 35 or 40 like when i'm done building myself when i'm done taking care of myself then i can focus on you know taking care of the kids that i adopt if i decide to then like i'm kind of you know having a mindset where i'm keeping things open more than before when i was like no kids fuck them kids not really but like that was kind of my mindset not like my mindset was not fuck them kids but my mindset was like no kids no questions asked type vibe but i think there's nothing to do after i'm like 35 like there's nothing to do so why not just you know have a child and like make life fun for myself when i like does that make sense like i'm done living my own life not like completely done living my own life at 35 but like most majorly what i'm doing i've accomplished most things hopefully and then i'm kind of like oh what am i going to do in my life now it's boring and i can now focus on taking care of my children which i would obviously love and i know i'm going to be a great ass parent because i'm amazing <laughs> because i'm amazing and i know how my mind works so like i feel like i'm going to be a good parent so like why not put those traits to use why am i thinking about children i am not having children even in the next 20 years but i'm just trying to leave the door more open than i used to before before i was kind of like no kids no but now i'm like yeah maybe kids maybe not kids who knows what happens who knows if i would if the world would even still be in existence you know by that time so i have a long way to go so i don't really have to think about this but i think i'm actually going to make an in-depth episode about the future like everything the future having kids why i said i didn't want to have kids why i'm rethinking my decision all that shit because i want to but since i don't want to because i'm thinking about all the scary things that would happen like what if the child dies god forbid what if the child ends up being a bad person i think that's even one of my biggest fears like what if even after all the parenting even after everything they end up just being a bad person you know the cons are the only things that flood my mind when i think about having kids but before i was very very sure about not having kids but i was like 50 50 on marriage but like now i'm like 50 50 on having kids kind of 90 on you know not getting married i don't know because my mind before was like oh you have to get married and then have kids. And I wasn't even sure about getting married. So like, why would I be sure of having kids? But then I just realized that you don't have to get married to have kids. Who said you have to? And mine is even adoption. So like, I don't have to get married to have kids. So I don't know why my mind was thinking that it has to go marriage, then have kids. It doesn't have to go that way. As long as I can take care of the kids that I'm adopting. I need to stop talking about the future and stop thinking about the future because i don't know why i'm not living in the present i'm 17 i'm not having a child anytime soon for the next 15 10 20 years so let's go back to what i was talking about social media so main thing for how i was introduced to social media was i was introduced into social media at around 11 
I had Snapchat, I had Musical.ly, I had WhatsApp. I never actually liked Instagram as a child. I don't know, I don't know why I like Instagram now. And I've never had a phase where I posted on Instagram. Like, I think people, like, okay, people now, maybe in, like, 2015, they posted on Instagram. They posted these, like, weird pictures. But, like, I never, I've never in my life posted on Instagram. That's, like, I don't know why I haven't done that, but I've never, ever posted on Instagram. So that's crazy because most people have the phase of posting cringy pictures on Instagram. Oh my goodness, no, 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 before Snapchat, Instagram, no, before Snapchat, WhatsApp, and Musical.ly, I had Google+. Plus. Google+, Plus was a very weird app. It was a social media app, kind of, but like, it was kind of a weird app because there were like no celebrities so like celebrities can talk to you like you don't even know whether they're like real accounts but like they seem like real accounts so celebrities can like talk to you and it's like kind of like normal but like instagram now fuck no no one's going to answer you like google plus is kind of weird but like i don't even know whether they were like the real celebrities but like they look kind of real because like they made like real-time videos on their pages so i don't know but as a preteen from like 11 to 13 i wasn't addicted to my phone like i could stay away from my phone for a long long time but i think now because i'm mentally tired and stressed from you know thinking about my future thinking about my life my phone is an escape for me even when I'm not doing anything on my phone. Like, I'm with my phone 24-7. I'm on my phone many hours in a day, but I'm actually not doing anything. I barely text people, but I'm always on my phone. I may even only be scrolling through my camera roll or, like, something stupid like my contacts, but I just want to be on my phone without actually doing anything on the phone. And it's so stupid how I'm not addicted to my phone, but, like, I have the desire to be on my phone all the time. Like, I can stay away from my phone if I'm doing something fun. But like, if I'm not doing anything fun, I'd rather just be on my phone. Even when I'm not doing anything productive. Even if my phone is so boring, I don't even have many apps. My games, when I'm done, you know, using all my lives, I still want to be on my phone. That's kind of weird. But like, I know I'm not addicted. But at the same time, I... It's, it's scary. But, like, I know for sure that I would rather be doing any other thing than be on my phone. But it's just the easiest and, you know, the least energy-consuming activity to do. Even if it leaves you so drained. Like, even if you know that, okay, I'm going to be on my phone for two hours. On TikTok especially. I'm going to be drained when I'm done. But you're like, I don't care if I'm going to be drained. It takes the least energy from me. So I'm going to be on my phone for a very long time. And I don't think that's a good cycle. But I still partake in that cycle multiple times a day for maybe the past two or three years scary but it's interesting how social media is very scary and it just keeps evolving so like now you know there are so many ways to do so many things on social media and like it's just scary even like the editing that people do i'm never talking about like body editing or like face editing i'm talking about when people are able to like forge messages nowadays people are able to forge calls there are apps that you can change your voice to match someone else's like social media is getting scary the internet in general is getting scary but like i can't even imagine how worse it would be in a few years so that's scary another thing that i want to talk about is toxic masculinity on social media i don't think i've ever told you guys my type let me tell you guys my type before i even talk about toxic masculinity i have a type but i also don't have a type and like that's why i never bring up my type but i'm still going to tell you guys anyways let me form a type right now in my head and tell you guys so let me just tell you something that i like you have to be neat that's just for sure you have to be neat i don't mean you have to be cleaning every second of the day no but you have to be neat bare minimum neatness shower brush your teeth 
as much as you can please like that's just like bare minimum for me and you have to be intact with your emotions this doesn't mean you have to be able to express your emotions in the best way possible but you have to acknowledge the fact that you feel emotions another one is you need to keep your business as your business the whole world knowing your business i don't fuck with that shit no 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 if everyone knows your business that is a red flag you know i'm going to make part two of red flag episode part two of unpopular opinion episode very soon but people knowing your business is a red flag and i also kind of want you to be close to my height or taller than me so that is my type and even if you may fall under this type i may still not fuck with you you know so like that's why i don't even like to see that i have a type but Everything that's my type basically goes against toxic masculinity. Like I hate when boys think it's normal for boys to have bad hygiene or, you know, the whole men shouldn't cry bullshit or just some stupid shit that God knows who said it was okay. Toxic masculinity in itself, in person is bad, but on social media, I have to say it is worse. Now, the reason I have less sympathy for boys sometimes It's because it's the boys who enforce those stereotypes on other boys. Like, I see people body shame their friends, boys body shame their friends. And it's so dumb to me that they are the people inflicting those stereotypes on themselves. And it's, you know, the girls or the women or the smaller group of men like there's a difference between boys and men i hope you can see that i'm using boys for some men for some and it's like you know the women is the boys like the gay men that are you know trying to say things like oh men mental health matter stuff like that but like it's the boys that are the ones that are saying that the mental health doesn't matter like do you see where i'm coming from like whenever i see things like oh men mental health matters i'm just like yeah you're fucking right yeah but it's like what can i do about men mental health mattering when it's them that are you know bullying other men and it's them that are saying things like oh you shouldn't cry or it's them that are just being assholes to women so when i see men mental health matters blah 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 i'm like yeah cool I'm not reposting though because you guys, I don't know what you guys are doing, but you guys are the ones that are messing things up, not other people to you. I don't know if that makes sense. But like, let me give you a few examples of people I consider real men on social media. I just use like social media examples. People like Timothy Chalamet, Jacob Elordi, Jack Wright, even on TikTok, Tom Holland. Like so many examples of people that I consider to be real men, but... On social media, people were like, oh, this one is gay. Even Harry Styles, people were like, oh, this one is gay. Or, you know, he is seeking women validation, shit like that. And I'm just like, why? I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's making sense, but like toxic masculinity is so disgusting, especially to me. Like, why do you feel like you have to be tough to show your masculine side or to be a real man and i see like every single day i went to an all-girls school so whenever i hang out with men or boys and i just look at them and i you know like but you see it on social media it's like oh yeah maybe it's on social media it doesn't really happen in real life when you just hang out with men very often more often than you know i used to before i'm just like wow so this is actually real and people think that this is the way of life it's scary i don't know it's just scary to me like i don't know how to explain it but like real men are the only hope that I have left to men. Like, this is why I have so much empathy for men, especially when they're body shamed, they're bullied, because it's a different type of pain 
when it's other boys that do it like let me tell you something about girls i know people think oh girls are so jealous of each other and boys are the ones that are you know our homies that's a fucking lie because if a guy body shames me for example all my friends will back me up even if they don't fucking like me like that's just the thing about girls yeah you might say that's fake but like fucking girls supporting girls any fucking day and that's fine but like it's a different type of pain when it's other boys that are you know body shaming you and they're bullying you and you barely have anyone to stand up for you because you're supposed to be tough and this doesn't take away from anybody else's struggle no boy is struggling more than any girl no girl is struggling more than any boy i think everyone has their individual struggles and doesn't really have anything to do with whether you're a girl or a boy but men especially straight men need to let go of toxic masculinity it doesn't make you seem tougher i honestly look at men that are always trying to enforce toxic masculinity on themselves i'm just like damn like i'm so sorry for you honestly because you're probably going through hell and it hurts more because you're inflicting the hell on yourself and this is one of the reasons why i choose my guy friends more closely than i choose my girlfriends and i barely 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 have guy friends maybe only like four because there's nothing that i hate more than toxic masculinity and some men just can maintain non-romantic relationships without making it romantic it is so disgusting and that's another aspect of toxic masculinity like you always have to see someone in a sexual way you always have to make everything so sexual like it's like they have no desire to have actual friends. Like this isn't even generalization. This is actually so common. I notice this so much that sometimes most people don't have, you know, a desire to have actual friends. Just like, oh, she's hot. Let me become her friend. Then from there, I'm going to tell her, oh, I have a crush. Let me describe her. Um, She is dark skinned. She is tall. Do you have any guesses? <laughs> like, no. Like, I don't know. It's just so bad. And like, I don't know whether people don't see problems with it. But like, and let me tell you something. For my insecurity and body image issues episode, the analytics for that episode, most of them were boys listening to it. I'm just like, bro, first of all, when I see a guy wearing makeup, when I see a guy wearing dresses, when I see a guy painting his nails, looking all clean, neat and fine, I never once think, oh, he is gay. I don't think people know what sexuality means. Sexuality means sexual attraction, not personality something. Like, you painting your nails doesn't mean that you're sexually attracted to guys like why do you make everything so annoying and you're like oh that's so gay like who told you that is gay like i don't know it's just weird how people just think that some things are gay like gay is a personality when gay is a sexuality like some education needs to be done and it's just like you know you're hurting you know you don't want to be tough all the time but you're still forcing yourself to live up to the standards that people have of you when you don't have to that's why gay men are so free because no one has fucking expectations of gay men they're living their lives so freely and you're there trying to act tough when you know that you're not fucking tough and you don't have to be tough so like relax relax I have only a handful of male friends and I don't know how to explain it, but they were written by women. You know that trend on TikTok that we're like, oh, this one's written by a man, this one's written by a woman. I don't understand that trend, but I know that the male friends that I have are written by women. Like the way they treat women is so above bare minimum. I can't even explain that shit. And not once have I ever been like, oh, I feel like this guy likes me. What do I do? Like never, never had that situation with the male friends that I have. And it's so heartwarming to 
see real men like I, I can't even explain it even my brother my brother there's just a different vibe that i get from that boy and i'm just like that man actually and i'm just like you're you are written by a woman and i love that for you the way to just take care of people in their lives like their mother their auntie their grandparents another level those are the kind of people that i want to raise that's why like i w- really really want to raise a son i'm so told myself that i was going to stop thinking about the future but i want to raise a son and a daughter and i want them to be siblings i really hope so they'll be siblings they're still going to be blood siblings if they're not actual siblings but like i adopt them i don't know if that makes sense but like i want them to actually be from the same mother or father and then you know i don't know how to explain that but like if you get what i'm saying that you get what i'm saying but this soft spot i have for real men is absolutely crazy to explain like let me tell you one of my ex-friends we're not friends anymore and that's cool but like he used to send me songs all the time and he would be like oh listen to this part of this song it reminds me so much of you and this and that and this and that and it was purely platonic and i know that for sure because i i know him now and i know how do i explain this okay you guys don't even know who i'm talking about he's not attracted to women but like even then he didn't know he wasn't attracted to women but like now he does know that he's not attracted to women so i know that it was platonic and things like that are so they hit different when there's no sexual intention added to it so toxic masculinity fuck that shit you're not fucking tough stop trying to act like you're tough being tough isn't in you know you having anger issues you being a fucking nate jacob you being vulgar cussing all the fucking time being rude to people like you're not fucking tough you're dumb and i'm looking at you and i'm like oh i wish he could see how dumb he is right now like i i wish and for the women that enforce toxic masculinity on people fuck you too like you're a part of the problem honestly like i don't even think it's mostly women that do that shit i think it's mostly men that enforce it on themselves boys that enforce it on themselves and it's just like uh sad life but let me just tell you never have i ever seen someone that takes many pictures of himself or does things that are considered feminine quote unquote and being like oh this one is gay like never have i ever assumed someone's sexuality without them being open about you know their sexuality so like i don't know why there's so much pressure to conform to toxic masculinity it's it's embarrassing and it's dumb so don't do that like i don't know what's saying but don't do that the next part of social media that i want to talk about is pretty privilege on social media pretty privilege exists everywhere even in real life people treat people that they consider attractive better than other people and i'm i i wish i was joking i actually wish i was joking and i've been at both sides i've been at the side of people you know treating me differently because they didn't consider me attractive and i've been at the side of people treating me differently because they consider me to be attractive like people i didn't know would want to take videos with me to look like we're friends and then post on their stories and then tag me and stuff like that because they considered me attractive pretty privilege exists and it sucks to see people being treated better even if they're horrible horrible attitude horrible behavior just because they are considered to be prettier than the next person it's sad and yuck it actually disgusts me and maybe i've done it unconsciously but trust me i i don't do it now i don't think i've done it in the past maybe two years just because i don't consider someone to be more attractive than the next person except i hear them talk when i hear you talk i'm like oh this one's ugly fuck off this one is pretty you're gonna be my bestie 
but I've never based anything off of physical appearance. Never. Once you're ugly, trust me, I've heard you speak. I've heard your mindset and you're fucking ugly. Nothing has to do with physical appearance. So pretty privilege exists. And I think people need to stop lying that pretty privilege does not exist. But it also has pros and cons because when you're extremely pretty, people are going to think you're dumb automatically. Like, or like if you're a model, maybe not even extremely pretty, but if your profession relies on your beauty, people are going to think you're dumb for sure. So that is a con, but I mean, if people think I'm dumb and I'm very hot, I don't know whether it will hurt me that much. I'm just going to be like, are you serious? You think I'm dumb, but like I'm making money off of my looks that Jehovah and my parents gave me. That's good. But I think everyone's pretty and I think pretty privilege can be very toxic sometimes. The way people treat you differently if you're considered attractive or not considered attractive is crazy. And I think that's why people conform to beauty standards that will change. You know, right now the BBLs are a trend. It would always change. So don't even conform to anything. I think I personally don't think I conform to any beauty standard just because of the fact that i know that you would change and i know my looks are not changing so i'm stuck with what i have i don't think i'm ever going to really i don't think i'm ever going to get plastic surgery even something as small as getting my teeth fixed i don't think i ever want to do that i don't know why not like it's bad or anything but i don't know i just feel it hits different to you know not have any work done and just learn to be content with yourself I mean, if you want to get plastic surgery, have fun. At the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, but reproductive surgery will be amazing. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm not getting that shit anytime soon, but that's just fine. Another huge part of social media that I want to talk about is why we are addicted to TikTok. TikTok is the most addictive platform by far. But there's something about TikTok that is so different from every other platform. There's a TikTok for every mood. You need motivation, there's the TikTok. You're sad, there's a TikTok. You're angry, there's a TikTok. You are happy, there's a TikTok. Like, as much as the consumption of TikTok is very unhealthy, I have to give it to the people who make videos on this app because my attention span is so short, but it's so intact when I'm on TikTok. Like, TikTok gives so much awareness on issues that people would find it boring to research on their own. Like, TikTok has good things, but it also has really bad things like tiktok has helped me start recovery from something that i was struggling with but tiktok also contributed to my relapse so like tiktok it just depends on how you consume tiktok and how you use tiktok because i think there's no way to find a balance on tiktok like you either delete the app or you stay glued to it like trust me even with my screen time that i used to have on my phone on my tiktok and on my other apps i still find a way to consume so many tiktoks in a day in such a short period of time then I anticipate what I'm going to watch tomorrow. Like, it's crazy how addicted we are to TikTok. Because, you know, there's so much you can learn from TikTok. But at the same time, comments are very, very bad and very scary and very disheartening. You see people that look like you and you open their comments and everyone's telling them that they're ugly. And you're like, <gasps> like, that is how I look. Like, damn, that one really hit my heart very hardly so tiktok is very scary but at the same time like it's such a good concept like the way the app was created is insanely amazing and even if obviously we're going to move to something i never had vine but apparently there was a vine era i never knew what it was if i'm being honest and then you know we moved to musically then tiktok something is obviously going to come after tiktok and it's going to be a tough one to beat because tiktok really has what it has and tiktok is doing well even with the negativity on the app but and it's also crazy how much opportunities TikTok has given so many people. That's actually insane. Like the addiction we have and the obsession we have for TikTok is crazy. I remember when I was like, I'm never going to get TikTok. But now look at me. My screen time on TikTok is insane. And 
nothing is really changing like i have gone off tiktok for like maybe three weeks and then i came back and i was like oh wow thank god i left tiktok for a while now i can you know find a balance between when i'm going to use tiktok and when i'm when i'm not going to use tiktok but like i am i'm still addicted to tiktok so is that all that i have to say about social media okay okay the last thing that i'm going to talk about is my relationship with all the social media apps that i've been on let's try them so the first app that i got was google plus google plus was kind of weird because i think i've said this before celebrities that you message or you tag and stuff always see it and they always answer you but like you don't even know whether it's real or not and the pictures you post on google plus automatically go to google so like that was kind of weird and i'm pretty sure my pictures are still there on the internet waiting for me but it's cool everyone had their ugly face and that's fine i was ugly and happy so i i can't complain next app was whatsapp whatsapp was an innocent and funny platform for me it was tragic because of the cyber bullying but it was also very fun like i used it in year seven and year eight on you know set group chats and all of that and it was kind of fun it was also tragic but it was fun at least it was fun for my year seven and year eight brain so that was a fun time right now whatsapp is strictly for group chats educational and family strictly 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 for family if you message me on whatsapp and i don't know you and i don't consider it to be my family you're probably not getting a response so that's why i easily give out my number nowadays but it's like yeah you can text me but like i'm not going to answer you so sadly i'm sorry sadly but i won't answer you if you want to text me and you want me to answer you instagram is always available that's just that the next one is snapchat snapchat we are glued to snapchat not we me i'm not glued to snapchat but you guys are probably glued to snapchat i deleted my account on snapchat a few months ago maybe two months ago and that was a good decision for me but the memories on snapchat are almost insane to think of i deleted my account so all of them are gone but that's honestly fine because I wanted to get rid of them anyways. And I saved the ones that I wanted to keep. But the cyberbullying on Snapchat was tragic. Especially private stories. Like, I'm so glad I'm not part of Snapchat anymore. Because sometimes, right, you would be on someone's private story, but you don't view it. And then someone, the person that you're on their private story was talking shit about someone else that's your friend. But you didn't even view the story. But like, when they're like, oh, she was talking about you on that private story, then everyone's going to like, look for the viewers and they're going to see you there, but like, you didn't actually view it. So like, you're not part of the beef, but like, somehow you're part of the beef. Like, Snapchat was very, very toxic. The streak thing was very toxic. Thank God I, I didn't really you know engage in the toxic part of streak keeping because i didn't really care about streaks if i lose yeah fuck fuck that shit i really didn't care snap score was also an obsession i never cared about my snap score i was on snapchat for five years and my snap score was like 60 something k and my mates were having like one mil and that was cool views were also a huge cause of headache like everyone was like oh what view do you how many views do you have i have like 700 i have like one key i have like one five and i'm like i kind of don't care how many people view your snap i don't give a fuck my views i don't even remember my views i've not had you know i've not really posted on my main story in a long time before i deleted the app so i don't even know how many views i was having but i, I honestly didn't give a shit you know people base how popular they were off of their snapchat views and i was just like eh where did that popularity get you in today day and age like when you leave high school you realize that nothing actually matters like no one cares how many people know you no one cares how many people you know no one cares if your friends are all the big people no one gives a fuck like that's your fucking problem it doesn't get you anywhere outside of high school so live your life next one is instagram i think instagram is an app that i can never ever get off 
I just I don't see myself getting off Instagram anytime soon because I can't get addicted to Instagram and I don't spend so much time on it. But like it's such a fun app to have. Like I love the perfection culture on Instagram weirdly like how you take amazing pictures and you post it like it's supposed to be toxic but like I love how Instagram's a perfect app that people post like the perfect version of themselves. I love that shit. So Instagram is definitely a platform that I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. You can also keep up with your favorite celebrities. You can post anything. I personally love seeing dance videos on you know Instagram. I also love seeing some cooking videos or cooking pictures and stuff like that. But Instagram's a good app and I actually love, love, love Instagram. And I don't even know why I didn't like it that much before. But there's just something that separates Instagram from other apps. Like it's just like Instagram is just a perfect app. Somehow it's just perfect. And like, you know. So everyone's kind of like on the same level because you can have like 5 million followers and like have only like 500k likes and like that's not seen as a bad thing. But like on TikTok, that's a different case. So Instagram's a fun app. Should I break my apps? Wait, wait, wait. Let me rate some of the apps. Google Plus, I rate Google Plus a 6. Jesus Christ, my stomach. I would rate WhatsApp a 9 at that time, but right now a 2 because I don't know what I'm doing on WhatsApp. I would rate Snapchat a 6 and I would rate Instagram a 9, honestly. It might change sometime from now, but I was just reading a nine. TikTok, let's talk about TikTok. We already talked about TikTok, but like, let me just tell you my experience with the app. I honestly don't remember being this addicted to Musical.ly. It's crazy how TikTok is structured in a way that there's a loose algorithm, if that makes sense. Like anything can blow up. So everyone's trying to make relatable content because they want to blow up. And I'm not complaining because I love the content, but like, it's just very loose how you can blow up on TikTok. And that's a good thing, but also a bad thing because... When you blow up on TikTok, people are going to research on your past and all of that shit. So I think every influencer or TikToker that has blown up on TikTok, their past has been brought into the equation. And I also love how TikTok gives you a crazy amount of confidence. Thirst traps are supposed to be cringy. Like, let us not lie to ourselves. Thirst traps and you lip syncing to music is supposed to be cringy and embarrassing, but TikTok makes it less cringy and I don't know how that has happened. The comments are also really, really rude on TikTok, but like you also have uplifting comments, so that's also a good thing. And the ignorance on TikTok is beyond me, especially the jokes that are being made about the World War Three. It's very insensitive and it's scary that people are making edits making jokes it's not funny i don't find it funny and i'm seeing people repost the edits and they think it's funny and i'm just like wow sucks to be you honestly sucks to be ignorant and dumb when google is free because tiktok takes so much data and you're like wasting your data on your wi-fi when you're supposed to be doing research on google which takes less data you know but tiktok also really does help spread a lot of information like even about the world war three people are you know enlightening other people on what's happening and that's really a good thing helps people promote their music so tiktok is really what you take out of it and what you make out of it because it can either be good or be bad next one is youtube i actually like youtube but I barely watch actual creators on YouTube. Like I just watch like random short clips from TV shows, from movies, behind the scenes and all of that. But like YouTube is actually really fun. And I also watch YouTube when I'm eating. Like that's what I do when I'm eating. So that keeps me entertained. But like I barely go on YouTube just because the videos are kind of long and I don't have an attention span for that. But YouTube is actually really fun. Okay, I'll rate TikTok a 7 and I'll rate YouTube an 8. Just because I can never get addicted to YouTube. Like, my memory and attention span cannot even work like that. 
And the next one is Netflix. I don't know if Netflix is actually a social media app, but I use it on my phone, so I'm going to consider it to be a social media app. But I honestly barely use Netflix just because I don't even like watching TV shows or series. Now that Euphoria has finished, I'm back to not watching anything. And I also don't have a nice attention span. YouTube is already a problem for me with like 10 minute videos. Netflix is even worse. So I don't really watch Netflix, but I guess it's calm sometimes. I do remember the last time that I, you know, watched Netflix. I think those are actually all the apps that I use. But let me check my phone if I have any app recommendation for you guys. Let me just scan through my phone for a few. Um, Oh my goodness, let me tell you guys about this app. Okay, I'm not going to tell you guys about the app. I'm just going to tell you guys the app and what the app does. And if you want to, you know, look for the app, feel free. It's called Skillshare. You can learn so many things on Skillshare. It's an amazing app. I don't know if it's free because when I was using it, it was free, but I don't think it's free anymore. So if you want to use Skillshare, you can learn so many things. I'm not even playing. You can learn how to dance. You can learn how to act, how to edit, how to code, how to, you know, draw, how to paint. So many things you can learn on Skillshare. If you want to use the app, have fun. Um, I have Canva. Canva is how I make my podcast cover thingies on my instagram and i have headliner that's when i you know the short clips from my podcast that i put on my instagram i use headliner for that i have my games i have dr driving jetpack joyride plant vs zombies brick breaker cooking city candy crush four picks one word i have my ballet dictionary i have my ti and me space tv t millie tv cz studios cli studios those are all for dance that's pretty much all i don't think i have any other fun app on my phone so I want my apps. If you like anything there, feel free to download. The games are top notch. I think that's pretty much all that I have to say about social media. This episode is actually getting pretty long. My last episode was so short and I didn't even realize it was so short. It was like 28 minutes. I recorded for like 40 minutes and it ended up being like 28 minutes and I was shocked. I was like, wow, this is short. But I thought I was going to keep up the short episode streak, but this, sh- this shit is long. This shit is getting long. Is that all I have to say about social media? I think that's all I have to say about social media. You know, originally... I wanted to talk about the use of filters, Photoshop and all of that on social media, but I decided not to just because social media isn't real and I don't think I should expect anything to be real on an app or on something that isn't even real to begin with. Like I personally don't get upset by the excessive use of filters and editing just because of the fact that I don't compare myself to people on social media. And it doesn't make me feel any better when people post those celebrities on Instagram versus celebrities on in real life side by side pictures just because people would do anything to make themselves feel better. And something about that is really weird to understand because as much as you know unrealistic beauty standards shouldn't be enforced there's really nothing one person can do about that besides being confident in themselves and what they have. Like, don't compare your situation to someone else on social media because it creates so much jealousy within you and you get angry because you don't have what this person has and you begin to send them hate. Like, people that send celebrity, you know, hate on social media, it's purely out of jealousy. And I believe celebrity influencers and everyone on the internet are real people. So when they talk about their struggles, not once have I ever been like, oh, this person shouldn't be struggling because they have this and they have that. Like, people say so many things out of jealousy and jealousy is such a disgusting trait to have. So work on your confidence and have it at the back of your mind that nothing is real on social media media and it's just a highlight reel and there's nothing wrong with it being a highlight reel i love seeing people be perfect on instagram i love seeing people be real on youtube like every social media platform is so different and it's just fun to see people you know live in a fantasy world on social media and it's not real so don't get your head into social media because it's not real so that's really all that i have to say for this episode thank you guys so much for listening to this episode rate my podcast five stars oh no 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 
sorry <laughs> forgot my outro thank you guys so much for listening to this episode subscribe to Zariah FX wherever you listen to your podcast Apple Podcasts Spotify Anchor FM Overcast wherever you look for me I am there rate my podcast five stars if you want and leave a review if you want and I'll see you guys in my next episode it's so funny how I have an outro but I don't have an intro because I'm never going to have an intro it's annoying but that's really all I have to say thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys in my next episode which will probably be Okay, now I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. You probably already know because I put the question poll thingy on my, um, what they call that thing? My Instagram. It's on popular opinions part two. I don't even know. I'm trying to act like it's a surprise.